0: Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Welcome to the Young and Adulting podcast. I'm your host, Natalie, and I'm here with my friends, Joel and Chris. And today we're going behind the song. All Come right, on. we want the story behind the song you guys co-wrote, Light the Fire. We've been singing it here at Christ Fellowship in our young adult community. And we wanna know what inspired this song? What's the story behind it?
1: Yeah, You definitely have to start with what inspired <laughs> it. Uh, Cause it, you and your sister started on the song. We I did.
2: Was the, I was the third, I third writer yeah. to be added. Yeah. Um, Really, I, I had been living in this space. Um, this was probably uh, January of this year, 2021. Um, and I'd been living in this space where I, I really felt like our church needed a prayer, um, mm. inviting the Spirit of God into our into our lives. Um, and i I'd just really been living in that space for several weeks. And I felt just the desire to create a song that would that would embody that prayer, um, awesome. and so in, in a in a very general sense, that is the heart behind the song, the the inspiration behind the song. We were in a season where it re, I just really felt like we needed to have that in our in our community, um, and I didn't I didn't know what there's going to be for for our people, young adults, or what it was going to be for, but I just knew that we needed it. Um, so that's that's really. That's amazing. Really, where it came from? So it
0: really came out of like a personal prayer and longing.
2: Yeah, it for sure. Um, just the the need to have the Spirit of God in us, and and the way that that affects our daily life, yeah. the way that it affects um, our interactions with people, the the way that uh, we can understand and and know uh, the heart of God, but also just what He wants. For for us and the way that even just the way that we treat people around us, things like that, Um, but also the way it affects our, our worship and our our passion um, to follow him really is, is what it's all about. So that's amazing. Yeah.
0: Joel, what about you? When you started working on the song with them, what was your inspiration and motivation behind it?
2: Um,
1: So originally, uh, so we started on the song, um, I first started on it with him January 26th of 2021. I only know because I'll always record like a voice memo. That's awesome. Like as soon as like we start something. Um, So that's like our like first iteration of the song, which is terrible. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So you don't want to share it with us.
1: I do not. Okay. Okay. (laughs) uh, It's just, it's a very like a lot of the, or like half of the words in the verse, in verse one, and the chorus are the same. But Mm -hmm. the melody is completely different. Um, I remember Chris saying, like, I just had this idea of, like, light the fire or, like, fire, like, fire of God. I was like, that's perfect. Like, we we were talking about at the time um, our student camp was um, getting ready. um, And we were talking about, like, elements. So, like, one of the elements, obviously, like, there's water, there's wind, and there was fire. So I was like, I'm already living in that vein um, and we started talking about this idea of like fire inside of us. And I was like, what about like acts, like upper room, mm-hmm. um, that's so cool. like fire. And so I remember like, uh, I was already working on a different song at the time, which we should probably get back to at some point. <laughs> probably. <yeah. laughs> we have a bunch of songs that are like, we shuffle through the queue. Um, but I remember like living in this idea of like the spirit of God, like the Holy Spirit fire. Um, and that's kind of like where we were and so we Mm -hmm. put like really bad melodies to really authentic words Mm. yeah um and so really like the words of the song i would say haven't there have been very few words on this song that have changed since like conception um because uh the song is really just like our prayer like our prayer personally but also like our prayer collectively like god come and, and and light this fire um even in the chorus, like, when we say, like, um, I'm not scared of what it looks like. Like, when you're on fire, you're not necessarily concerned on, concerned about, like, how that looks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. more about, like, the fact that there is fire,
2: that that's the concerning thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, for me, specifically using the idea of fire, um, one, like, in all consuming fire is mm-hmm. what we like. That's our, our desire for ourselves, for our people. Um, and it's, it's uncontainable and all, all these ideas and, and imagery around like a, a physical fire is like where, where we were drawing this inspiration from, um, to let that be in us right. in such a way that it is the Holy spirit, um, and I, I think one of the, the questions, like, I was asking myself when we were writing this is, like, what what would it look like for that embodiment of the Holy Spirit to live inside each and every one of our young adults wow. mm-hmm. so that it would be a, a literal uncon- uncontrollable fire in each and every person? Yeah. Um, and it, it was so inspiring to me and I I think that was one of the driving forces behind creating this song was so that one day once it's finished you know whenever it gets to come out that people would be able to use this song as their own personal prayer um, in in their car in a a worship set in one of our environments or wherever it is that it would be a personal prayer for them that uh, we had the privilege of putting down in words and that's amazing. um yeah just as whatever that looks like uh for people in in their own environment i think that's also what's so beautiful about it is is that god can put a passion and fire inside of each of us that can look totally different to with two people can com- like right. comparatively like standing next to each other like somebody in one different space and then a totally different space, but both have the fire and passion and spirit of God and how it can influence their environments and how that collectively, um, as, as a region, really as a, as a, um, a movement of young adults, like what that can look like. So
0: that's beautiful. You guys mentioned the, like the elements and the metaphors and imagery of the fire. Do you have like a favorite line or a favorite, Mm imagery that you wove into the song
1: i know what mine is go for Uh, it i think it definitely like um funny enough is the pre-chorus which the pre-chorus we wrote like accidentally yeah (laughs) like we were (laughs) we were sitting down at the piano and chris just like played this random melody and i was like that's cool like just keep playing that and so we just um we just kept like saying random words like I knew that I wanted it to be like kind of like rap ish because I was like dun. so we put mm-hmm. like the um what it originally was was I won't fear in the fire you refine purify let my heart burn for you so we had this this very rhythmic ra- f- yeah f- in there um That's which awesome. now it's like I, I kind of like it better which this idea of like spirit fall like a fire um mm-hmm. you refine purify let my heart burn for you And just this idea of, like, um, God, I just want, like, I want you here and I want you now. So, like, mm -hmm, fall like you did, like, in the Old Testament, literally, like, spirit fall like a fire. Like, it's something that if fire was to fall in this moment right now as we're recording, every single person would be, like, their eyes would be drawn to it. Like, there would be awe. There would be wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, you can't ignore it. And, like, God, that's my prayer that... Every single time you're here, because you're always here, like that. Wow. I can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So probably the pre-chorus for me, but also the bridge.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm assuming you're gonna say the bridge. I I feel particularly drawn to a couple different lines in the song. I think most people would probably like identify the bridge as one of their favorite spots. Um, that to me, the the song is. A prayer, and then once you hit the bridge, it's saying exactly what it says i'm ready yeah. to to be an altar to be an image of who you are to be uh to bear the passion that you're placing inside of me and so that uh, to me that's just the the practical step of saying like god i've I've asked for your presence, I recognize your presence, and now i'm I'm ready for you to just make something happen for 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 me to set aside the desires that I could have in my own um ambition and things like that to accept and uh carry the desires that you have for me the passion the uh to just just reflect everything back to you um and I I think yeah that that I love getting to that part in the song yeah. same and being able to declare that and I I think it really like gets people to to understand and see that this is it's a partnership and um God has that for each and every one of us. Yeah. Um but other than that, I'm I'm trying to think through um I the love lyrics. Yeah, I, I love uh one of the parts in the verses where it talks about a, a holy passion um just burning on display for all people to see. Yep. Um and then of course in the in the chorus uh declaring I'm not afraid of what this could look like yeah. it's not about uh how people perceive me it's not about uh the the process that it could take to get to this place it's not a, it's not about what I look like in an environment when when I'm physically praying and singing this like I don't I'm I'm blocking off everything that's around me just to pursue your spirit I'm, and I don't care what that looks like um And then also the idea of like, I I don't want, once you've lit it in me, I don't care what it looks like. I just want, I just want your fire. I want your presence. Um, So, yeah.
0: I love this theme you're talking around, Chris, about prayer and how this song is a prayer. And I'm just curious how both of you use that in your personal walk with God. Mm -hmm. I know so many people, prayer can feel like an awkward thing at first. Mm. You're not sure what to say or pray. So how do you incorporate worship in your daily relationship with God?
2: Yeah. Um I think for me what what I've always tried to embody is that is worship is so much more than just a song. Yeah. Um it worship is an, an actual uh what our what our lives should be as an offering is worship to God. And so yeah. I would I would encourage anybody that's listening to this that worship uh isn't just a song that you put on in your car or whatever it's so or good. it's not it's not an action of singing. That that is part of it, but uh, I believe that it, it's a posture of our heart at all times to be. It's amazing. Uh, glorifying God, and I, I think Joel w- would say the same. Um, but for me personally, in in a practical way, I, l- I love listening to music and worship. Um, I just, as a, as a, a worship leader and as a writer, I think it just sits with me differently. Yeah. Um, and I I pretty much have it on all the time That's awesome. and I know I know a lot of people don't operate that way uh just because of overexposure and things like that but um for me worship has always been uh the kind of the gateway into accessing the presence of God I, I think wow. a lot of people probably enter into the presence of God in different ways like maybe starting with prayer maybe starting with, with different things but for me that was the way that I encountered the presence of God in really for the first time. And so I have always just gone back to that same way. So honestly, a lot of times, the, the times that I spend with God start with worship um, and start with just praising him and thanking him for who he is and then get to the the prayer aspect of it, which like for for this song would be come in and inhabit this, but first start with praise and thanksgiving and, and praising him for who he is, what he's done and then yeah get yeah. into the prayer aspect of it so yeah hopefully hopefully that makes sense <laughs>
0: I love that what about you Joel
2: um
1: i feel like this is probably the same for you although we never talk about this like i'd say like songwriting is part of like my prayer time yeah, yeah. like it's pretty related um normally happens for me either like early in the morning or like later at night i'll like sit down at my piano and i'll have like my devotion from the day um and that's where like a lot of a lot of my like lyrical content will come from there um and then I'll just like try to like figure out some melodies because ultimately like when it comes to writing when it comes to um worship it's really like for me just trying to specifically worship like trying to put God in like his rightful place like trying to put him at the forefront of everything and um I'm not a really great multitasker so like when I'm playing and when I'm like singing and writing i'm not focused on anything else but god right. like i'm not he he literally has all of my attention and i can't give him that as much as i want to like all of the time um yeah, in true. those moments like there's nothing else like when i'm i'm trying to write down and figure out a melody like sometimes my wife will be screaming at me from like across mm-hmm. the house and i'm like oh i'm sorry i didn't hear you like i was playing she's like mm-hmm. play quieter Um, but it's not even like just about playing quieter. It's like in that moment, like I'm, I'm tuned in to Mm -hmm. whatever it is that God wants to speak. And sometimes that comes out in a song.
2: Sometimes that'll come out like in the melody. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think too, if if I could jump in on that, like there's a, there's a clear difference when the worship and the songwriting isn't, isn't out poor or an overflow of what you're already doing. And then wow. times times in my life where I've gotten home from work or whatever, and I'm like, all right, I need to write a song. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever that is supposed to mean, like as if I could just sit down and just write a banger song or whatever. But the the, the pressure and the need and desire to write a song versus letting it just be an, outp- an overflow. Right. Um, from spending time and, and letting it, like there's, there's a clear difference and I can I can even think of songs right now that I've started in a moment of prayer and worship and then other songs where I've started in a moment where I just need to write a song. Um, and it is totally different. Right. So, yeah.
0: So it sounds like you had said in January when you started this song. Mm-hmm. It's a little rough. It's come come a long way i Um. hope it's come
2: a long way (laughs) it
1: feels like it has You're saying that
0: you normally start with lyrics and then add the melody later tell us more just about the process of how this song has evolved and for you songwriting
1: uh i think for me i probably lean more heavily toward lyrics at least at first um i i'll normally have like I feel like we were texting the other day and you were like, do you have any words? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Because normally I'll have like a lot of words that just need to be edited down or like a lot of like ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, And like sometimes I'll like look for like a melody or I'll like start to make a track. Um, But as much as I love like the music side of it, it's not the thing that I think I'm (laughs) better at.
2: Yeah. Uh, I... It, like like Joel said the other day I texted him I I felt like I had a melody and a progression that I I really liked and it, it draw it like really pulled me in a in a particular direction um so I asked him like hey do you have any lyrics that don't have a melody to it um That's me. and it, it was he literally sent me something and it like it like almost broke me <laughs> when, I was, <laughs> when I was I was playing it and singing it. And I'm like almost weeping I'm like okay keep it together like uh, uh. it was just yeah
0: so we'll do a song story about that in a few
2: months. In a few yeah, months, yeah. <laughs> <In> which
1: <laughs> since then we've started like three other songs. We're really bad, I think, about finishing songs because I think we are like constantly inspired. Mm-hmm. Right. Um that it's hard to have like a discipline of finishing something, which obviously there's like a lesson to be learned there right. of like finish what you start. True. Um, but also sometimes like we we let this song just chill for a while. Like Yeah, and that was hard. Uh it just because, like, we literally couldn't get couldn't get anything. Like, I th- want well, well, to say it sat for, like, a month, and we just didn't, like, touch it, didn't, at least I didn't think about it. Yeah. Because um, even, like, yeah, I think sometimes I'll think something's done, he doesn't think it's done, or, like, other way around, too. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so normally I will start with lyrics, or I will, like, work on a track it's very very rare for me that like words and music will come at the same time
0: mm.
1: Mm. I, I might have like a phrase i might have like a an idea but it's very rare that i'll have like most of the time it's like bada, 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 <laughs> and then it'll just be like mumbling uh until like i can find words to it if i'm starting with music that's yeah. so
0: cool is, um. Oh, go ahead.
1: Go ahead
2: no, no, I was gonna no. ask
0: just the process of you guys collaborating together. Mm. Have there been times you've disagreed on a direction mm. or lyrics? How have you dealt with those changes? <laughs> not, not to not to spill the tea here. But. Yeah.
2: Mm. <laughs> uh, I want to jump in on this one really fast. Yeah, you. Go uh, ahead. We we for sure butt heads every now and then. Um. I think personally between Joel and I, like God has really. uh, blessed our unity in the, yeah. in what we're trying to do. And I have, I'm so grateful for that. And there's, there's a couple other people on our team that we love to write with, um, that I've, I feel like God has blessed in that way as well. Um, but f- for anyone that's listening or, or thinking about trying to collaborate with people, like honestly, it, it just came from trying it and seeing right. what happens. And, uh, I think that like God has given so many people creative abilities and um well and and this is so far outside of songwriting too like any type of creative ministry that we're a part of or maybe even outside of ministry like I believe collaboration is like such a, a beautiful way to exemplify like the kingdom of God just with being able to partner with someone else to run in the, in the same direction of, of honoring and glorifying God with somebody else. Um, And I think that God has specifically like blessed and called people to do that with other people. Um, But on a practical level for us, like we, there's a song we're working on right now that we are even talking about today. And it's, it's a song that's been like, we've been like, you know, going over again and again and again. And so we sent him a version of it and I was like, I was super pumped about it. I'm like, I'm like he's gonna love this. Like and we, we saw clarity. I do love <laughs> the song. Uh, I was like, he's, he's gonna like, it's just gonna melt him. Like he's just gonna <laughs> love every lyric. And he sends back, well, uh, you know, you got this part here doesn't really add up to this part. It doesn't make sense here. And I feel like it's not working towards, you know sends back really great critical feedback and the thing is we we've worked together so much that like we just anytime either of us offers feedback like we we take it and process it That's rather amazing. than um just kind of pushing it back and it's i i just think there there's a a grace in that and there's and and a level of humility that comes right. with it as well that really like you just have to press into and own it and um, I would say for people that are creating and, and collabing with others, that just be so full of grace and yeah. um and and love for what you're doing, but also for the person you're you're working with, um, because it one it honors God, but it also like it it truly can build up your relationship with each other, but also the the person you're working with to a point where you guys can literally just collaborate 24 7 and yeah. bounce ideas off of each other in know in a way that is honoring but also like it, it the way you honor and process things with somebody else in, a, in an honoring and respectful way like it, it helps you get to the end goal that you want to be at and wh- wh- whether right. it's a better song or a better video like all of whatever creative element you're you're pursuing like being honoring and giving good feedback and, and listening and, and understanding in a respectful way of each other like that, it's only going to make you guys better. That's
0: amazing. So I think of that verse in Proverbs and it talks about how the wounds of a friend are so much better than the kisses of the enemy, mm. but just even this idea of the helpful criticism and mm. the construction we can bring to each other. But how do you not take that personally, especially with a song that is yeah. so personal?
1: Um, yeah. I even think of like over and over when I like first recorded it, I it's so a similar mm-hmm. thing where I was like, he's gonna love this song, he will weep. And so <laughs> and so and the so end goal him, is
2: always weeping.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't really want anyway, when it comes to like a worship song, I feel like the you always want someone to cry about I it. Make you cry. that's that's, how, that's how, I feel like that's how you know it's a good song. I'm it's like notes. an indicator. <laughs> It's not true, but no. it's, it's what I like to think. It's what we like to think. Um, but like I sent him the song and he's like, cool, but, uh, why are you singing? Uh, this is going to get really technical, but like, why are you singing a six, eight melody in four, four? And I was like, what are you talking about? This is clearly a four, four song. Like I'm playing it. I I can count. And I know that it's four, four. And he's like, no, he's like, just do it like this. And I was like, all right. Like, I'll try it. Um, And it's not even that like, because I definitely thought I was right in the moment. I was like, this is definitely a 4-4 song. Um, But I was like, let's just try a 6-8 version. So we rewrote the entire song because um, I trusted him. Like we've worked together enough. And so even like a week ago, I listened back to the 4-4 version and I was like, what was I thinking? Like (laughs) this is not better. He was so right. Um, awesome. But I think it's, like, when it comes to collaborating, you've got to trust the other person. Wow. Um And, like, it takes time to get there. Um, and the other thing is, I think, um, we've never, like, said this, but I feel like it's an unspoken rule of, like, whoever started the song has final say on the song. So it's, mm-hmm. like, if he started something, he can do whatever he wants with it. Like, take my feedback, don't. I think it's, like, the same way. But obviously, like, we try to honor each other in the process because, like... Right. we we can if if he's seeing something in a song or if i'm seeing something in the song chances are someone else is probably gonna see the same thing right um and so it's like not being too stuck in your ways of not being able to see what you need to change cuz i feel like there's always room for improvement and That's if you, a word. if you don't want to notice that in your life there's probably a lot of people who don't love the way that you operate and probably Mm. don't love being around you, Mm. um, which stinks. But, yeah, when it comes to collaborating, we text a lot about lyrics, like about everything. We'll text a lot. Uh, Our wives are always like, who are you talking to? It's normally each other. Take a guess. (laughs) Uh, But um, we normally do it over a shared note is like Mm. most often what we write out of, like both have iPhones. So you just, Apple's made it really easy to collaborate with people or we'll do a Google Doc. And the only reason, uh, Google Doc is great, obviously for people that don't have iPhones, which they exist, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But also like you don't need to have a Gmail account and you can also see like when the document was created, which I think is kind of cool. to like know when you started on something. Yeah, Um, But normally collaborate through that and then voice memo app. Oh, my gosh. All the time. Oh, yeah. So many. Like, I currently have, let's see, 898 voicemails. or Come voice on, memos. That, yours, should,
2: that should be like a, a, an prob- award. You're probably just, up there. So this is a new phone that I got in January. It's at 343. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Did it delete all of your voice memos? Heck no, fam. Okay. It's on my <laughs> other phone. I keep I keep that phone just, just for the voice for that? memos.
0: That's the you don't pictures. have them.
2: Yeah, we could talk later yeah. about <laughs> syncing it to your iCloud. <laughs> Somebody uh, out there that is super tech savvy just cringed when I said that. But anyway, That's right. That's continue.
0: Right. Last question I have for you guys yep. are what are some of your major influences when you look mm. at your creative journey? What voices have spoken into or what people are you looking up to?
1: Songwriting specifically or just like in, in general? general? Ooh.
0: Or songwriting specifically, if that makes it easier for you, if it that narrows the this list. This <laughs> specific
1: moment, um, I love Songland. If you've ever mm. seen Songland, yeah. I'm praying that they come back for a season three, yeah. because uh, I think it's fascinating. Like, yeah, the the producers working on there, Ryan Tedder, Tedder is like, the man has ghost written for pretty much every single artist, like from Beyonce. Produced and helped write all of the Jonas Brothers last album. Um, Justin Bieber, like he's the man has worked with everyone. And so he just says like such simple things. Um, so, like, one of the things that he said is he'll write a chorus of a song and then he'll write the verse and he'll write another chorus and he'll then take his first chorus and make that the verse for the song. Um, right. Because like the thought is like you want your song to be as catchy as possible and normally the chorus is like the part of the The song that yeah yeah, it's the hook that everyone knows and so if you can basically have two hooks in the song it makes your song even better um so definitely like ryan tedder definitely uh this is like probably really obvious if you're a christian listening to this but like hillsong um just the the theology of what they write but also like the simplicity of what they write yeah. um will i am is also a pretty big influence like i remember listening to a podcast from him and he was saying um he is like when it comes to songwriting simple is key mm. and he's like i'm not saying like dumb but he's like mm. simple he's like when i first wrote um i got a feeling he is like how has someone not written this before like i got a feeling <laughs> that tonight's gonna be a good night and he's like it's so simple it's, yeah. everyone knows it and yeah. it's so catchy yeah and so like simplicity is just like it's it's key when it comes to songwriting i yeah. think so yeah those would be some of my influences that i can name off the top of my head
0: what about you chris
2: um i have all kinds of influence i love um from a a secular perspective i love um one of my favorite bands right now is laney shout out to any laney fans um i also love band camino and a lot of just like alternative kind of like pop bands and that influences a lot of uh melodies and things like that i think just trying to listen to to fun music and kind of get outside of the box because for anybody that is you know familiar with worship it it kind of sits in a very uh it sits in a box really of of where it is as as like a genre um so just listening to all different kinds of stuff like trying to um find different ways to sing things different chords and melodies and stuff like that um hill song obviously like there's, I think there's the big three, Hillsong, Elevation, Bethel, really in my mind. Um yes. And so, th- those guys, like they they've been doing this for a long time, and they have written a lot of songs that help people get closer to Jesus. So okay. why not, you know, take into account everything that they're they're going for? Um, and you know, last but not least, Maverick City. Mm. <laughs> yes. They, um, I think Maverick City, they have done an incredible job of just opening the doors for anyone to come in and write and i think that the the direction of authenticity and um openness in yeah. worship music that is coming coming out right now is like the best wave of worship music that that we can have it like the the door that they've opened for just a genuine authentic lyrics and the, like there's things that they've put in songs that other worship teams probably would have been a little bit too nervous to put in the songs yeah. I, I think even for like, i think about the way that maverick city collaborated with elevation this year yes um i i don't know that elevation would have gone to that space without collabing with maverick city and right. i th- i think that that's incredible like there's not there's nothing wrong with what Elevation would have continued to do. But I think that they're in a different space now because of the, the influence that Maverick City has had on them. And so just the, the way I write now is I, I have noticed that it's okay to write real things into a song and real feelings and, and, being, and I think people want that. I think God wants that. I don't think that he wants uh, superficial lyrics in your song or right. lyrics that you think are gonna just work um and one one other thing that i would love to share that we, we talked about earlier um i while i was in in school in college uh we did a a little kind of question and answer thing at at my school with mosaics worship team and at the time this was probably like uh late 2017 uh maybe like early 2018 and they the, the Mosaic team came in and they were answering questions. Um, and w- one of the things they talked about was the song Tremble. And the, the thing that Mariah McManus said about this song has literally changed my perspective on everything that I write um. since then. Um, and she said this, that when they, when they were working on Tremble, when they were writing the song Tremble, which we have all heard, I'm sure it's basically like platinum in the worship world what you know probably millions and millions hundreds of millions of plays um and the just the oh my gosh i could i could go on a a whole ramble with this but anyway uh when they were talking about writing tremble she said that they didn't write tremble for it to be a worldwide famous song they wrote it they wrote it for the congregation of i don't know two or three hundred people, whatever it is, on a Sunday morning in their church yeah. in out in California. They wrote it for those people. They wrote it as an anthem for them so that they could encounter Jesus, have a true revelation in his presence through that song. And that was their only motive, their only focus. And God took that song and took it literally around the world. It's amazing. And I, that has influenced me in such a way because I, I think— it's really easy to sit down at a piano and say, man, I want to write a song that touches millions or that yeah. people hear all around the world. But the reality is God has put you in a place right here, right now, wherever you are for a purpose, for a reason. And if you're called to write songs, I believe you're called to write songs for the people that you're leading and, and worshiping with every Sunday. And that's great. that, I, I believe that part of why our song um, up until this point has really caught the hearts of our people is because it's for them. Yeah, right. and just like the way that Tremble was for the people of Mosaic Church, like the way that it it, it grabbed a hold of their heart, is, is the same reason it grabbed a hold of hearts around the world. And I would I would just want to encourage any songwriters or creators in in any sense of uh, the word in, in ministry. Whether it's songwriting, uh, video content or uh, script writing, message Great. writing, whatever, any, any aspect of original content creation, who, who's it for? Is it going? Are you writing it so that it can touch the hearts of millions in, in other countries that you'll never meet? Or are you writing it so that it can impact and influence and, and draw people that you're leading in your sphere right now closer to Jesus? And I, I think when when we let go of the idea that our songs or our content needs to be heard or seen by the masses, that's when God can take it and, and actually do that with the song, because yeah. you've you've released that desire and you only want to love on the people that He's called you to love on right now with with that content. Um, and so I'm, I'm every time I find myself like, oh man, I, I, I really hope that this song." And, you know, pops off and, and millions of people hear it. Like, I have to call myself back to the place of, okay, is this lyric being written to draw attention to it? Or mm-hmm. is it, or am I going to change it a little bit and write it so that somebody in my Thursday night, young adult right. sphere can actually understand it and relate to it? Yeah. And that has influenced me literally every time I write and so I I, yeah
0: I love that call to the local church Mm -hmm. of that for those of you listening if you are a creative or you you write songs or the things you mentioned Chris of the local church is the place for that to build the church forward and not have it siloed as our own thing but collaborate together I think is really beautiful for those of you listening today if you're like this light the fire song I haven't heard it yet. I want to make sure you go back on our YouTube channel and you listen to our wake service from September 2nd. You do not want to miss this song and the fire. It's going to light in your life and your come heart. On. But thank you guys so much for joining today, Joel and Chris. We're excited to have more of these yes. behind the songs as more songs come out in the future. Yeah. But for everyone listening, we can't wait to have you back for our next episode of Young and Adulting. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.